five, four. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not prepared for this yet. Hello, and welcome to another micro episode of the Substandard, sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Jonathan V. Last and Sunny Bunch. Just a quick reminder that full episodes of the Substandard are available every Thursday at 11 a.m. Well, uh, we just finished up the worst Labor Day weekend at the box office, I think, in 17 years, something yeah, like it's, that, Sonny? It's, it's, uh, it's bad. It Let is. Me, I, just, I want to just read two paragraphs from okay. Deadline. Uh, go for it. Deadline.com. Uh, uh, for the first time in 25 years, both major studio and per- specialty distributors will not be releasing any new wide releases in north uh, north of 1,000 theaters. So no, there were no wide releases uh, above 1,000 theaters the last weekend. This is uh, uh, kind of a shocking... The last time this happened, 1992, Universal uh, Pictures' Matthew Broderick comedy Out on a Limb debuted... Wow. 703 locations. That, by the way, that was one of the worst movies <laughs> I'd ever seen. Yes. Uh, the girl in it is terrible. Yeah. And you know it's bad when the trailer is like the best of the movie, when they put it all out there. Yeah. And then once you see this part, oh, that's it. I mean, it was a really yeah. awful, awful yeah, yeah. movie. So last this this in the weekend that just finished, uh, the only the two biggest new films were, uh, were the the 40th anniversary re-release of Close Encounters of the Third Kind in 901 screens and Tulip Fever. Got some Tulip Fever, guys. You, only prescription. You, More tulips. You, uh, 765 you, screens. Yes, and but but Annabelle Creation keeps on going, isn't it? That was like second, yeah, well, yeah. and it, it's made a billion dollars now. It actually hasn't. No. It actually has made something like uh, it's on its way to making a yeah. hundred million dollars on a fifteen yeah. million dollar budget. Yeah, one of the biggest hits of the summer was a, a movie about a doll. <laughs> the 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 origin story of a scary doll. It's, it's actually like the new Boss Baby here because oh. it just keeps on going. Uh, JVL, welcome back. How are you? What's going on? Hello, boys. It was bad, right? It was a really it was a bad, bad weekend. Bad weekend. weekend. The bad summer. Yeah. I mean, it could have been much, much worse. So, <clears throat> last weekend uh, was the worst summer in seven or the worst uh, weekend in seventeen years until like right after nine eleven. Like, mm-hmm. and and this weekend uh, is the worst. Le- it's going to kind of depend on the finals. We're still we're still waiting on some final numbers, but uh, according to Deadline, again, this is the. Uh, uh, this is looking to be the worst Labor Day weekend since 1998. So there is danger here. The danger is this. Do, if you make the argument that the problem is the quality of movies. Yes. Are, are we, is anybody want to ride that horse? Uh, the, the problem being that it's just people are getting tired because they're all reboots and they're all sequels and there's nothing really original and that's why we're not going to see the movies. The movies stink, yes. right? I mean, I think that that is certainly a part of so this. So if that's the case, then there has to be somebody to blame. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood used to do this all the time about 15 years ago. And when you would read it and people would talk about how terrible the movies were, and this is true. This is one of William Goldman's truisms. When he we used to write this Oscar column for premiere, and he would say, this year was the worst movie in the history of Hollywood, and next year will be even worse. Yeah, yeah. And he's always right. 
Uh, and so they blamed teenage boys. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the movie industry was that all the teenage boys were the ones who bought movie tickets and paid for popcorn. And we were just we're just making movies for the audience that's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now the audience is foreigners, and I don't hear anybody saying that the problem is all the foreigners. It's just uh, crickets, yeah. you know? And nobody, because to say that, you then have to say foreign audiences have tastes which are... Not sophisticated. Well, sub-teenage boy. Yeah, Sub-teenage mm-hmm. boy. And nobody outside of the current White House is willing to stand up and say that. Yeah. Certainly nobody in Los Angeles. Right. No, I, That's I've, not true at all. Transformers did great in China. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and that's the thing we have to, we, we should kind of temper all this with, we are talking about domestic box office numbers, not foreign, uh, the numbers, but even the numbers. No, but in, that's why. This is what I'm saying. Right. Because the overall box office is so important now, they are making movies for that box office. Mm-hmm. Yes. And those movies are not, as mm-hmm. it turns out, the kinds of movies that Americans mm. want to watch. But, but I... I but why did they One stop? Thing but why, from why, the other. why did they stop wanting to watch it? Though is the thing because I I don't I don't think you could make a real convincing case that the new Transformers movie is markedly worse than the one before or the one before that or the one before that. Uh, and I don't think that you could argue that the Pirates of the Caribbean movie that came out this Oof. summer is remarkably worse than the one before that or the three before that. I mean, I I do think that there is there is a we have a we have a real problem on our hands insofar as like the audiences have stopped showing up, even though the product is basically the same. I don't think it's basically the same. I think, I think this this summer is noticeably worse. I would say if so, if you were drawing the curve of the decline in Hollywood quality, and you just assume that the slope of the curve is always downward per the Goldman Doctrine. I would say that this year, even within that curve, you mm. see it, it you the, see the it. DXDT changing. You see a you see a asymptotic slope downwards. Well, I would maybe not asymptotic, <laughs> but it's not great. Is and that what is it because is? Because that, I did terrible. Is this geometry? I didn't do well in that. They're making movies for foreign audiences, mm-hmm. and when you do that for long enough, the domestic audiences say, uh, "Okay, well, this is. I'll just stay home with my." My my, my Netflix yeah, and, and my yeah. video games. I'll watch it on consume, Amazon. I'll consume my content at home on my phone. Well, everybody is at home watching Twin Peaks, The Return. That's what everyone is. That's what everyone's doing now, right? That's, there are at least three people on Twitter. <laughs> who are watching I, I, Peaks, I follow. I, I, I'm 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 like eighty percent sure that I follow literally everyone who's watching that show, judging by the the numbers. Very uh, possibly. <laughs> So I don't, and the problem with this is I don't know that there's. So if it's true, I, so I'm making this argument without actually believing a hundred percent that it's true. I'm just saying that if, if you believe the problem is the quality, and it may not be, the problem may be the environment, the entertainment mm. environment could be a million other things. But if you believe the problem is quality, then you have to find an audience to blame because there's clearly some audience demand side of it. Mm. And if you do that, then you have to wind up blaming foreign audiences. If that turns out to be true, it is not clear to me what the way is out of this cul-de-sac. Because foreign audiences are only going to become more important to Hollywood movie yeah. grosses. Yeah. And so how do you get out of this? Right. And studios will just have to gear their movies so, more towards that. Yes. Because they're, they're in the business of making money, obviously. And how do you make money? And how do you go? Well, let's make movies so, that they like. So basically we are in the... Well, that's not true. If they were in the business of making money, there would be more women directors. That's true. Let's talk about some of the biggest hits of the summer. Let's talk about some. It hasn't some all been. It hasn't, it hasn't all been bad. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. 
the most inspiring mm-hmm. film of all time, mm-hmm. grossed four hundred and nine million dollars at the domestic <laughs> box office. That's literally mm-hmm. double what I thought it. W- I thought it would do about Thor numbers, and instead it did yeah. like yeah. first Spider-Man numbers, uh, which is pretty pretty impressive. But don't you but, think? And, good. But you think? Yeah. And who's making? And who's and, making and number money one, off that Wonder Woman? Mo- uh, the movie? number one movie of mm-hmm. the summer. Beauty and the Beast. Well, that came out. Both in, big, well, the, strong female did leads. It, didn't that come out in like February or March? I don't think that's a summer movie. Mm, I think it was was it went wide in March. Yeah, I guess it's it's okay. spring. Anyway, but it's but like, yes. but yeah, the two big the movies is, of the, the year. Big movies mm-hmm. of the year are yeah. strong Wonder female Woman. leads. Uh, yep. Also, we should highlight Spider Man Homecoming, which did three hundred twenty five million at the uh, the domestic box office, which is much much better than Amazing Spider Man Two, where they have officially they have they have successfully restarted this franchise. The last Amazing Spider Man movie grossed two hundred two million, but we should also point out that Spider Man Three, in a time when ticket prices were lower, et cetera, you know, you adjust for inflation, all that, Spider Man Three did three hundred and thirty six million. I'm getting so confused it's still kind on which of, ones. The, right, Spider Man Three one. Sp- Spider Man the... Three was the uh, one with the Sandman. Oh, with Venom. Thomas Hayden Church. And Amazing Spider-Man Two was with poor Dane DeHaan as the the Green Goblin. This he's is, had a he's had a bad he's Andrew had a bad Garfield. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and of course Dunkirk, Dunkirk is a oh. is a hit. One hundred eighty million domestic. It's running about five percent ahead of. It has now, thank God, slid ahead of the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it has done that. It has done that. But, but, thank God. But, but only one movie. Only one movie has been number one at the box office for three weeks in a row. The, the the hitman's bodyguard. The hitman's bodyguard. They they really did a good job of figuring out when to release this one when yeah. literally nothing else was, was in smart. screens. Yeah, that's right. A, you know, but JVL, you have any other thoughts? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's fine. 